0: listeners who is that you may well be asking where are you and what the hell are you podcasting on about well hold hard there and i'll tell you my name is hazel i'm recording this at the beautiful dr shakamoto studio in leeds the three doctors are jess will and andy and they've been building this behemoth for the past two years I'm always banging on to anyone who listens listen about Leeds and all of the interesting things that are happening here. And so I thought, there really needs to be a podcast that advertises all of these amazing events and lets people know about the people making them happen. So why not record it with these guys in their brand new Spangler recording studio? At the end of the podcast, a special treat for all of us, a song recorded here by the Gordons. Check out Dr Shakamoto's Facebook page for links to his work. We'll be publishing podcast notes that'll include links to anything that we mentioned during the podcast. Our very first guest is the erudite Alan Lane from Slung Law, and as their website says, founded in two thousand, Slung Law is an award winning theatre company specialising in making epic productions in non theatre spaces, often with large community performance companies at their heart. I've attended some of their Pay What You Decide performances and I also was lucky enough to get onto their creative writing course. I can't recommend getting involved with anything they do highly enough. I do hope you enjoy our first foray into our Light on Leeds series and please, please do like, share and subscribe. Okay, so welcome to my first guest on Light on Leeds, Alan Lane. Hiya. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for coming along.
1: My pleasure.
0: Um, can you tell me a little bit about how you came to be in Leeds?
1: Yeah, uh... I was running a theatre company called Slunglo and um, we were really young and we were scrabbling around for money in the way that you do. we were over in Bradford, a brilliant little theatre called Theatre in the Mill. And I I met a woman called Lucy Hind uh, and we started seeing each other and she was South African. She'd just moved to the to the country and i was living in sheffield at the time so i said well why don't you move in with me in sheffield and she was like i've already moved across the world i'm not moving down the road <laughs> so i moved to leeds instead and i got a job as resident director at the west Yorkshire Playhouse, and ah. i was there for uh nearly a couple of years i think 18 months I yeah uh, and then the company's been based in leeds ever since and then it was just after that we sort of began our um our love affair with holbeck right um, and yeah we made the commitment to not move about four years ago so we we've been here for um, nearly ten years.
0: So, when you first started out, you were in the railway arches in Holbeck.
1: Yeah, we moved in there. Yeah, ten years ago, we were in five railway arches on Bath Road, which was great. We turned it into a theatre and a rehearsal space, and there was kind of storage containers in our office and that. And then we moved to the oldest working men's club in Britain, the Holbeck, in January this year.
0: Fantastic. So, how did it come about ending up with the working men's club in Holbeck?
1: We were rehearsing a show there for someone else, and uh, we got talking to the members, and they'd been in some financial difficulty. They owed quite a bit of money to the brewery, and so a group of volunteers had moved in and been running it for about four years as volunteers, wow. cleaning bar, everything. And they were trying to work their way out of the debt, um, which which they were doing. They were, you know, they were turning a profit, but they weren't paying anyone, and right. they were knackered, mm-hmm. and they were. Uh, so we looked at it, and we looked at our funding, we looked at what we're for, and we realised that we could take on the responsibility of running the club, uh, keep it in the members' hands, give them back all the profits from the bar if there are any, make sure they're all, you know, good and sorted, and then run the rest of the building as an art centre, which is what we've done.
0: Brilliant. So can you talk a little bit about some of the kind of things that you put on there?
1: Yeah, we, we do a number of things. Firstly, we do a cultural community college, which is a place where someone can come to learn everything from how to cook Indian food to stargazing to how to write a soap opera, how to dance, everything in between. Uh, and that's all based there, so that's a lot of fun. People book onto those courses. They're all pay what you decide, so you pay at the end, and you pay what you want. Um, That's good. And then uh, the other big thing we do there is every Sunday at 5 o'clock, we have uh, a visiting show, um, which is brilliant, Uh, really popular. We've built a big stage upstairs, and people come and see those shows. Uh, And again, they're all pay what you decide, so you come and see them, and afterwards you decide what you're going to pay.
0: That's great. And do you think having that model of pay-as-you-decide... Really helps encourage people to come along to things that maybe they might not necessarily have tried.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that the the risk is reasonably low because it's, it's some of your time. Of course, it is, but people I think understand that we're we're only programming stuff that's good. So even if you don't, if it's not to your taste, you can still have kind of going. Well, that was well made, but I I preferred the thing last week. Yeah, of course. and I think the other thing is it makes it affordable. Culture in this uh, country is is out of reach of far too many people, financially. Um, And that needs to change. And this is, I mean, there are dozens of ways that can change and this is one of them.
0: And do you manage to get people involved from the community in any of your productions and things because of this?
1: Yeah, I I think um, they tend to be, at the minute, we're not making any work in in Leeds because we're just spending all our time running the club. And that will change next year when we start to make work. But what we do find is that people are really excited by what we're doing and want to help. So we have lots of volunteers helping. We have an advisory board that meet regularly. So there's kind of all sorts of uh, other ways in which people engage and not just being in the shows.
0: Yeah, of course. And you also have, don't you have a community choir? I do,
1: yeah. Yeah. Community choir, that's part of the college, they meet every Tuesday. So 6.30 to 7.30 they have dinner, so we cook dinner for them, they eat, and then from 7.30 to 8.30 they they sing. So uh, again, that's for everyone to come. We're kind of on a big drive at the minute to try and get more people to join the choir, because when there's lots of people, it's a lot more fun.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I I actually heard your community choir, I came along to your christmas craft
1: yeah, yeah yeah christmas fair
0: yes my yeah. sister had a stall yeah oh brilliant yeah.
1: yes every year we have a christmas fair so we roast the hog we sing some carols and there's normally kind of um 20 20 stalls or so and people come along it's always good fun
0: that's great yeah mm-hmm. and so can you tell me anything about any things that you've got coming up that you'd like people to know about
1: yeah the program um, at the at the hub uh looks really good um this Sunday, which I don't, I don't think this is going to be out in time. But on the twenty sixth, we've got Flanagan Collective coming with Orpheus, which is like a, a Greek myth that they sing, so it's like going to a karaoke bar. Oh. But the the one that's really uh, exciting is one immediately after that, the Sunday after, which is Dom Coyote is bringing his new show about time travel. And wow. he's uh, he's an amazing musician, and he performs a show on his own, but with a bunch of commu- computers and loop pedals, and he kind of builds these unbelievably epic soundscapes whilst he tells you this story. And uh, we saw it in London, and, and he, really excitingly, he he said he'd bring it up to the Holbeck. So we're really excited about that. That's, yes, yeah, so that's a week on Sunday, so well, that would be the second, wouldn't it? The second yes, of July. Well, yeah. um, So that's really exciting. Uh, Don was the very first person we ever put on in Leeds when we were at the Hub so it's great to have him back uh, with the show, and then the summer's full of kid stuff. So one of the ways that we tell people about what we're doing is we put posters up on the outside of the building, obviously. So if you live in Holbeck, you can see what we're doing. But we have a mailing list, so every every week we just send you what we're doing. That way we save the save the trees, so we yes, don't print flyers. Um, and so there's, and um, we're trying to get uh, more families into the club. So we're putting on some some kids there. So that's uh, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Well, that's great, because at the end of the um, podcast, we'll have notes and we'll put great. the links to everything so that people Amazing. can click straight through and they can join your mailing list. Great. Get involved, which would be fantastic. Um, can I just ask you to tell me a couple of things that you think are great about the city of Leeds?
1: Yeah. I think uh, we were talking about this before. I think Leeds at the minute is, is, is in a period of transformation. It's it's sort of trying to work out what to do with its history and, and move forward, and I think what what that most exciting is presenting itself as is a is a strand of kind of alternative thinking so if you look at the work that we were talking about the brilliant band hope and social and how they exist with their fans and with the public in a completely different way and kind of preempted this move towards uh participation yeah. years ago and then you look at the street food vendor down in the down in the market manjit who just won the bbc good food farming award um, who's amazing food and behaves and operates in a completely different way than you might expect. And Adam Smith at the Peugeot Field Cafe in the, up in Armley with the kind of collecting of, of waste from supermarkets long before that became trendy. And certainly we feel like at Slung low we're, we're attempting to have a much bigger conversation with the nation's cultural scene okay. and at the same time talk to the people of Holbeck. And I think that there is this, there is a growing number of people who understand the the importance and vitalness of of your immediate community and uh, having a national impact as a result of that.
0: That's right. Uh, Just the whole reaching out, I think, and um, the connectedness of everything that's going on. I think yeah. is really interesting.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing, I, I think it's, it's really easy to bash the council because they can be really annoying. Uh, <laughs> but I think that there is an attempt at the minute to come up with a cultural strategy that puts stuff around the city's kids future and stuff around uh democracy and the way that cultural stuff needs to be done with people not at people That's is right. really forward thinking mm-hmm. and uh it's a really kind of exciting scandinavian model that the other cities in the north aren't doing and although you know there's plenty we could talk about the council that is less positive positive. That's really positive. And I think that if if we can combine those two things, that we create an environment where people who are kind of entrepreneurial and are really interested in connecting with a local community and having a national profile can be supported by that council, then we we're in danger of creating our own movement and that would be really good because there are parts of the kind of past of Leeds and the identity of Leeds that are more negative and that are more difficult to engage with and it feels like they're being slowly but surely kind of removed or reworked and rethought yeah. which is really positive
0: yeah and i think it's great just to have this thing about i think leeds always has a little bit of a reputation about not shouting out about what's so great about the city yeah and i think at the moment with channel four coming and all of the exciting yeah. developments that that brings yeah i think it's about time that we should be shouting it's just
1: some energy and some hustle i think that you know the last 20 years the, the, leeds has an amazing yeah. cultural offer in many many ways but it is often quite static. So we have a really great kind of, if you like, um, institutional. So Up North, Westbrook's Playhouse, Northern Ballet, yeah. they're great. But their reason, the whole point of those institutions is they don't really change. They're kind of constant. That's They, right. they hold place. And that's good. And we've got a really good offer, and that's brilliant. And then we've got some really exciting graduate work, but barely anything in between because – People don't feel, haven't felt in the past like they can stay in Leeds, haven't felt like that's a place they want to be and they want to make their careers and bring up their families and they either move to London or they go elsewhere. And that, in the theatre scene, that's been a massive problem. And that is changing. And not just with Slung load, there's a number of us who have decided and are increasing and no longer kind of emerging artists in their 20s. We're like, you know, we're getting old and fat, but we're still here. <laughs> um, and as we get older, we have more pull, We have, we get more funding, we have more reputation and we bring yeah. all of that to the greater glory of Leeds. Uh, and obviously for us, specifically Holbeck, and that that's really important. So you're not just dealing with people who have been here 60 years and people who have been here two years. There is now this middle bit where people are like, well, actually, I've been doing this for 20 years. Maybe maybe this is time for uh, us to do a bit of leading, which definitely feels possible.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Can you tell me anything about, um, tell our listeners anything that you think could be a little secret about Leeds, that even if you've been a resident of Leeds for a long time, you may not know about?
1: Um, I really love Beeston Cemetery. Oh. Uh, and my my favourite walk is from from Holbeck up uh up the a <laughs> really steep hill till you get to Beeston Cemetery. Uh, it's where Tony Harrison wrote um V, the poem that was on Channel Four about forty years ago, I think, and was famous because it was particularly potty mouthed and everyone complained. But it's about his his parents' uh, grave is up there, and it was it was um, graffitied by Nazis. Uh. I think with a saw sticker, I think that's the story. But and he wrote a poem, an epic poem about it. But what I love about the the cemetery, apart from it's this kind of great gothic, uh, broken down, tumbled down uh, Victorian cemeteries that celebrates the kind of great and good of the Industrial Revolution, who are now lying in moss, mm-hmm. is you see the whole of Leeds from it and to yeah. your left you get an road and then you kind of sweep over we did a little show there once where as the narrator was naming different parts of leeds rockets fired up from there wow. which was brilliant fun and all had to be queued by mobile phone which was very harem's going but <laughs> um, but you see that all of it and you kind of see how close holbeck is to the city center and you see how close the parkinson building is and and how what we think of as this kind of disconnected urban sprawl is actually a really tiny town yeah um and i i always really cuz you can see the parks and and from there it feels like just a little jog away you can see the moors and you're like oh my goodness like that's leeds uh, and it feels cuz leeds often can feel quite on top of you and you sort of feel like oh um you can feel a little claustrophobic and then you get up on that hill and you think no look that's look,
0: look how far yeah. we go yeah yeah
1: and that's really exciting. So I would urge everyone to get up Beeston Cemetery and have a look out over the over the I hill. I think
0: it didn't it used to have um I think it was in the Victorian days. They had a viewing platform there.
1: Okay, yeah, sure. And well, yeah, that would be a really good place to put it.
0: Yeah, because yeah. you can just you can literally see everything from there. You get
1: there. to see the whole of um the whole of Leeds. Well, the whole of yeah, everything from South Leeds. Unfortunately, you don't get to see South Leeds because yeah. you're stood in it. Cuz you're in it. <laughs> um but yeah, I I really I really like uh I really like that that hill. It feels very grand, that hill.
0: It does. In the middle of Beeston. And I think that graveyard particularly, they've got some fantastic monuments. Oh, in there. Some yeah. Some really elaborate graves. Yeah.
1: They spent a lot of money on that, didn't they? They, they did. They knew how to die in Victorian times. <laughs> they really did, They for it. It's <laughs> like Christmas. They've been collecting all year.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, do you have anything else that you want to let me know about?
1: Not at all. I think this podcast is a brilliant idea. I can't wait to link up with it when it goes live. And um, That's
0: great,
1: yeah. But yeah, I urge everyone to come down to the club and have a have one of the cheapest beers in Leeds. but I'm also sure they will. Yeah, come and have a look at what we're up to.
0: Yeah, see all the things that they can get involved in.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much for coming along to our first podcast. My pleasure. It's Thanks been for me. great to have you as our first guest. Yeah, great. And um, I'm sure we'll all be coming down to the Holbeck soon.
1: Amazing. Thanks for thank having
0: you. me. Thank you. Alan Lane, what a great guy. Well, listeners, what did we learn? Well, we learned about the Slung Law Community Choir needing members... Get signed up, people. Get singing. And we'll learn about the community college and the upcoming kids' activities they'll be running. Something I learned about myself is that I say fantastic far too much. Maybe we need a podcast count. You should be calling me out on this to wean me off the word. I'll leave you with one final Leeds fact before we hear from the flipping brilliant The Gardens. Did you know that if you've ever played with a set of playing cards in the last 100 years, they were almost certainly manufactured in this flipping city? Thanks for listening and check all the links in the notes. Bye. Yes. We see the same sunshine.
1: in New your-